Welcome, this is the Moral High Ground Podcast, and this is your boy, Ricky Six. This is the Moral High Ground Podcast, this is your boy, Ricky Six. I didn't want to leave you for too long without checking back in with you guys. So, um, just to get right into it, you know, um, we've been on hiatus for a little while, uh, but we're back like Cook Crack, and uh, here to record, and you know, just discuss the shit that's going on in the world today. So, I mean, first of all, first and foremost, I do appreciate you guys for checking back in. I do know long, I do know it's been some time, and I do know that out of all the bullshit out there, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with me, and I appreciate that shit. So, getting right into it this week, I wanted to start off with one of my segments called the Court of Public Opinion. Now, this is a segment that I think is pretty um, pretty funny. I take it really lightheartedly. What it is is that, you know, I, I, re- I research topics from the internet that I've found to be, you know, just interesting. And you know, I just want to talk about it. Kind of check in with the followers, see what they think of the shit that I'm on here. Maybe I'm bugging, maybe I'm not. I don't know. Um, but I did want to catch your opinions and see what you guys had to say about it. So... The first one, I mean, well, the main one I'm going to talk about is uh, Tina Knowles. If you don't know who that is, that's Beyonce's mom. And um, a little while ago, she had a, a interview where she was speaking on some. And, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to just play it for you guys, and then I'll come back and let you guys know what I think about it. Man, I wanted, I prayed for the type of man I wanted, and I got pretty much that. Is he perfect? Absolutely not. But... You know, no. he has a lot of the qualities. No. no, he has a lot of the qualities that uh, that I love, and we're having a really good time, wow. and I'm enjoying life. So there is hope, women. So I mean, if you didn't catch that, what she was saying is that uh, she's been single for a while. Uh, she had prayed for the right type of guy, and she met this man. Uh, is he perfect? No. Um, at that point in the video, if you look at it, he kind of looks back at her like, no. And at first I'm thinking like, yeah, I mean, um, that's kind of a weird thing to be like, you know, no. I mean, nobody's perfect, but at the same time, he kind of looks back like, okay, well, damn, I thought I was, I thought I was, you know, good. But then, um, you know, it, there's so much nuance in this uh, clip that I want to play it for you guys again. And then I want to see if you guys are catching the shit that I'm catching. So here we go again. I prayed for the type of man I wanted, and I got pretty much that. Is he perfect? Absolutely not. But, you know, no. he has a lot of the qualities. No. no. He has a lot of the qualities that uh, that yeah. I love, and we're having a really good time, and I'm enjoying life. So there is hope. So if you, if you saw the clip, you were probably, I mean, I don't know. My thing is that if you saw the clip, you, if you think like me, you probably thought, damn, what the fuck? Like, first of all, she started off the video by saying, um, you know, I'm out here. I'm, you know, living my best life, basically. And she said she was praying for a man and she pretty much got what she asked for. I mean, that's the first part. Let's unpack this. So she said she prayed for a man and she pretty much got what she asked for. Not God answered my prayers. I got exactly what I needed. She said I prayed for something and, well, you know. You know, I, I prayed for something, and eh, this is what God gave me. I thought that was like a shot. Like a shot 
like a but uh, on the low like a, a sneak this like a stab and then you know he kind of you know he was kind of i mean for the most part he was in the cut chilling you know relaxed with his arm over her shoulder and kind of just like laid back and then she goes um is he perfect no um and then that's kind of when he kind of woke up like yo wait what okay um the fuck and he goes no and then she goes no and then kind of like rolls her eyes at him and the look on his face is like god damn this bitch like um my first thoughts on shit like that is like damn like you know if if you've prayed for something and something is coming to your life why the fuck are you um you know kind of shitting on a blessing because obviously this man is some you know you took the time to be with this person. So if you took the time to be with this person, why the fuck would you do in public shit on him? I mean, I know that I felt like, God damn, like, I felt for the dude. Like, I'm sitting there watching his facial expressions, and he kind of looked, like, confused as fuck. And I'm just like, damn, like, is that what's really going on? Like, is that how you treat the person that you want to be with? I mean, if I'm wrong, chime in. You know, if you listen to this video, I mean, you, you guys know you can hit me up anywhere on the Immoral High Ground Podcast, or on my own uh, Instagram, which is the R-C-K-Y-S-X-X. Um, if you have any, you know, just a gripe of what I'm saying or wish to comment, hit me up. I mean, that's just the way I feel about it. I saw it. I kind of felt like there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of undertones in that video. Like, like she was taking a stab at him. And I felt like, yo, that's kind of fucked up. Like, why are you stabbing at this nigga? Like, is, is it really worth it? I mean, if you've been alone for so long. I mean, we all know about the public divorce from Beyonce's dad that they had where he was fucking around. I mean, and, you know, he did it dirty. And it was kind of a nasty divorce. Um, so after all that time, you know, you find a new relationship, uh, a new situation, so to speak. And then it's kind of like, you know, she's carrying a lot of um, probably baggage from the past. And I know a lot of people do that. And... I mean, I'm just going to say this right now. I mean, if you carry um, baggage from your past relationship to your future relationship, you're probably never going to find what you're looking for. Because I know a lot of people, and I had a conversation like this the other day, where a lot of people will judge their future relationship off their past relationships. So, for example, I had a friend who was dating somebody, and the guy treated her amazing. Um, treated her good, was perfect to her, but this guy had a wife, had kids. And she knew it. I mean, she was, a, she was a certified side piece. But, I mean, she respected that. But at some point, she came to and snapped to her. Like, okay, well, I'm never going to be more than just a side dish. This guy has already made um, the statement that he's not leaving his wife and his kids. And she understood that. And she took the top opportunity to think about it. And she said, okay, well, I'm not going to wait around for this guy. Um, I'm going to find somebody new. But this guy has set the standard like this guy is the bar like you have to do everything he did and more for me to even give you a chance i'm like that's kind of fucked up because nobody's going to live up the expectations of somebody else i mean either you're going to be a good fit or you're not plain and simple but if you use like these past situations to judge what your future relationship is going to be then of course you're probably never going to find somebody who's going to meet up to them I mean, you can't just say, okay, okay, well, this person did this for me, so the next person I did has to do that and more. If that makes sense, um, I hope it does. But it's kind of setting the person you're dating up for failure because they're like, okay, well, I do this, 
and I know she's happy with me because she's giving me the opportunity to be with him, or he, or he's giving me the opportunity to be with him, and now um, I'm kind of finding these issues where there's no way I can meet these standards because that person did things this way. I don't do things that way, but I do things this way, and she likes it, or he likes it. So it's kind of a almost like setting yourself up for failure. If you think that's a good thing um, to do, then you need to change your mindset because I've seen people fail in relationships many times because they use those bars that other person has set. Now, there's nothing wrong with learning from your past situations and past mistakes. I'm not saying that at all. But for you to set your next relationship up on a foundation that another relationship has built is bound for the house to crumble, if that makes sense. I hope it does. That's just the way I see it. Okay, and moving right along. So, I mean, um, next is something that I have to unpack, and it is some, you know, just white people whiting again. Um, I don't mean that to say that all white people do this shit, but, you know, just racist people doing racist shit. Um, we have, uh, I'll kind of set it up for you, then I'll let you hear the clip. So what it is, is I guess this happened in New York because, you know, from the clip video clip, it looks like it was from the city, uh, like a bodega. So outside the store, we have a woman with her two kids and we have another white woman on the phone uh, calling the police. Um, she alleges that she was sexually assaulted by a nine-year-old boy. I kid you not that you can't make this shit up. So here, I'm going to play the clip for you guys and I hope it, it sounds good, um, but... I'm sure by now that this shit has been all over the place. So I'm probably sure this is not the first time you heard it, but I want to show you what, you know, what, what kind of evil lurks in the world. So here we go. So, if you didn't hear that, what it is, is I guess she was inside the store, and uh, a black child happened to pass by her and brushed against her her, uh, her ass. So, instead of brushing it off as, you know, somebody just bumped in her by accident, she decides to, from what I say, what I see is this, she decided to confront the mom. She confronted the mom about the situation, and then the mom told her, off like bitch are you crazy as she should have like are you fucking crazy like my son is nine years old he brushed against you he, he's not a sexual deviant he's nine years, he's a child and he brushed against her ass so i think that's what kind of set this woman off as um i'm gonna call the cops because i guess she she didn't want that she didn't want smoke um but at the same time i do th think it's 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 a lot deeper than that so there's kind of like this privilege that goes along with um, calling the police and nothing being done. So here's what happened. She called the cops and she says, you hear her clearly say, no, I want the cops here. 
Her son brushed my brushing my ass, and then she started yelling at me, and they're videotaping it. The tape is actually longer than that, but I don't really have time to to go into all that bullshit. I just wanted you guys to get the meat of it. So what it is is, I guess they were in the store again. The son had brushed against her ass, and she felt some type of way about it. She said something to the boy. The boy's mother stepped in and said, you're not going to talk to my son like that. It was an accident. She decides to call the police. So my thing is, where are the false allegation police at in this situation? Um, If I'm not mistaken, when I was a kid, if you called the police for some bullshit or a non-emergency, then you were subject to, you know, get into some trouble. I mean, why is this not something that's going on now? Like, I see it all the time. I see people who are... Calling the police over whatever may have you seen um, picnic patty. You've seen they're calling this woman now uh, corner store Caroline. You're seeing these people who are calling the police on people who have done nothing wrong. And, you know, of course, when the cops come out, that's cost taxpayers money, doesn't it? It does. I'm certain of it. You have cops come out to investigate this dumb shit. When in reality, um, I know you're supposed to investigate every situation that comes in, but come on, this is a nine-year-old child. I mean, we've seen this situation happen before in the past. If you haven't noticed, or you've never heard the story about Emmett Till, Emmett Till was a 14-year-old black child who um, a woman claimed whistled at her. Now, this was probably at least 60, 70 years ago. It happened a long time ago. Um, So what happened is, um, supposedly he whistled at her. The white woman felt some type of way. She said something about it. The boy was then dragged behind a truck, dra- dragged in a lake. I think he was dragged behind a truck or some crazy shit like that. And then they found him in a, the bottom of a lake. This is a 14 year old boy. This is a grown woman at the time who basically said he whistled at me. And because he whistled at her, some, some fucking racist bigots, Took it upon themselves to take this child and kill him. Took his life away over a over an allegation. Now there's more to the story. Um, this woman who made this claim is now, I think she's in her 80s. She has now come forward and said that it was not true. It was not true. So you mean to tell me somebody lost their life over some bullshit you said back in the day that wasn't true. And now you take almost three quarters of a century or yeah, three quarters of a century to come clean and say it didn't happen. Mind you, somebody lost their life over it. No charges were filed. I think the men who did it um, were caught. I'm I'm not sure. It's, It's a lot more detail. Look it up. But even now we see now that this nine year old, a grown ass woman, if you look at the woman in this film, she's at least in her, I want to say in her late 30s, probably early 40s. She looks like a, a grown-ass woman. I mean, she is obviously a grown woman, and she's calling the police on a nine-year-old boy. Well, So, I mean, if you don't find this fucked up, and you don't find it crazy that this is still happening even now, and there's no kind of recourse or discourse or um, reaction... Uh, legally for people who are making false claims and I think I think we need to reevaluate this shit because you know to me it's kind of fucked up if I can say something happened and because the color of my skin it is immediately taken at face value as the truth 
And there's something wrong with that. I mean, it, we all know that our public, uh, that our judicial system is fucking flawed, obviously. But I mean, at the same time, we have come so far just for this shit to be still going on. I mean, even now, I think it is great because with social media, we've had the advent of kind of these viral videos that show when somebody does some stupid shit like that, make it go viral so that the, the person or the people involved are treated fairly. Because, of course, in the country that is 73% white people and 27% whatever else, um, the majority's word is always going to win, which is fucked up. But I mean, but it is what it is, and it's kind of an, an unfair situation, but it is what it is. So in a country that is 73% white, um, if somebody white says something happened, uh, it's almost not like it's investigated. It's almost like they said it, it happened, case closed. There's no innocent and proven, innocent until proven guilty, unless, of course, you are amongst the majority in this country, which is all fucked up. I mean, it's fucked up. Um. Please comment. Um, if you saw this story, let me know how you feel because the shit is, it's boggling. I mean, it's mind-boggling, the shit that just goes on. And I'm sure there's several hundreds of stories very similar to like this, but they're not all captured on film. So you can imagine, um, as a person who is trying to um, make it in America and live a life that, you know, it's basically promised to us by the, well, not promised to us, but promised by the forefathers. Um, it's almost a little disheartening um, when you realize that somebody can say something, make a false allegation against you, and this should be taken at face value. Now, I don't know the details of this story, and I'll probably follow up with it later on as to what happened afterwards. I do know in the longer version of the video, I do see there was like a, I do believe a police officer came out and was kind of, you know, uh, mitigating or litigating the situation between the two parties. Um, but I do still see that there is a problem where you shouldn't feel so um, privileged to be able to comfortably make that phone call and think it's right. Like, come on, man, you you calling the police on a nine year old child in a public place for brushing against you. So if that doesn't scream fucking privilege to you, I don't know what does. And for the people who don't believe privilege exists, white privilege exists. Take a look at this video. Are you serious? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Are you looking at this video of this person, this white woman who feels like she's so privileged that she could call the police on a child and expect recourse? It's fucked up. But this is the this is the country we live in. Now, next, next topic, and I can't believe I'm giving this shit light, but I have to. I have to. I have to speak what's on my heart because I've been kind of staying silent and of course it's been like we've been on I've been on we've been I've been on a hiatus for a couple months but I'm back like hook crack like I said at the beginning so um Kanye motherfucking West I mean Kanye West what the fuck is going on it's almost um it's like it's it's sad it's uh it's scary it's sad again. It's, I mean, I want to say it's more sad than scary. I mean, and it's, 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 it's a lot of both, but more scary and sad than it's everything. It's fucking. It's terrible. Let me get right into it.
separated. So I didn't have a lot of male energy in my home. And also, um, mm, 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 I'm married mm. to a family that, um, you know, <laughs> not a lot of male energy going on. It's beautiful, though. But there's times <laughs> where, you know, it's something about, you know, I love Hillary. I love everyone, right? But the campaign, I'm with her, just didn't make me feel as a guy that didn't get to see my dad all the time, like a guy that could play catch with his son. It was something about when I put this hat on, it made me feel like Superman. You made a Superman. That was that's my favorite superhero. And you made a Superman cape. For me, also as a guy that looks up to you, looks up to Rapperin, looks up to American industry guys. Non-political, no bullshit, put the beep on it, however you want to do it, five seconds delay, and just goes in and gets it done. Right now, you gave me the heart to go to Adidas because at Adidas, when I went in in 2015, we were 14. Billion dollar company losing two billion dollars a year. Now we have a 38 billion dollar market cap. It's called the Yeezy effect. And I went to Casper, we had a meeting in Chicago, and I said, You have to bring manufacturing onshore, in that is shore, into the core. Is that about the borders? The core of Adidas and Chicago is the core of Middle America. We have to make Middle America strong. So I because I have enough balls to put on this hat. I, I mean, this Adidas thing made me a billionaire. And I could have lost $200 million walking away from that deal. But even with that, I knew it was more important for me to take the chance of walking away from that deal than to have no fathers in Chicago with no homes. And when we do have prison reprobation, for no, because it's, uh, uh, it's habilitation, not rehabilitation, because we didn't have the abilities in the first place. We never had anyone that taught us. We didn't teach us. Exactly. We had no one that taught us. Okay. All right. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. So, um, if you got, if you haven't, um, if you haven't heard this shit before, then uh, I don't know where the fuck you've been. Um, and I would like to be where you are because sometimes hearing this shit makes me want to just fucking just go to an island and disappear. First, when you listen to Kanye speak. Um, the first party sounds almost like somebody who has a mental illness. He's talking about the hat he put on, the MAGA hat, the Make America Great Again hat, which is, of course, Trump's moniker. Um, he put the, he, he says the hat makes him feel like a superhero, and it makes him feel like a Superman. Superman is his favorite superhero. And then he says, you know, he says something about shit, and then he, he goes into this rant where, yes, go ahead, put the delay on it bleep that and it's almost like everything this man is thinking it just comes out of his mouth it's just like blah like everything he says is just fucking diary of the mouth and it's kind of sad to listen to 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 kanye west speak about anything anymore and there's parts of it where you're if you're paying attention there's there's a certain um brilliance and there's a certain um, intelligence in what he is trying to say, but his delivery is all over the place and it's all kind of fucked up. And I mean, I'm just going to say this. I mean, my opinion of Kanye is I, I don't, I don't know what to expect from him. I don't hate him. I don't love him. I'm indifferent to him, but as a, as a figure in public, as what a majority of white people will say that they think about black people is going to be based upon 
um, the way he acts. So when, you know, black people are in public and white people see them, they'll say, oh, okay, I know. I've seen Kanye. So this Kanye talks all over the place. So this this black person is going to talk all over the place and he's going to be op- incoherent before they even speak. They're going to make a snap judgment of you based upon that uh, that individual. My thing is this, that Kanye is Kanye. He's going to do whatever he wants to do. We're paying attention to it. So, I mean, at the end of the day, what they set out to do, they've been successful at doing. I mean, he's met with Trump, and he's up there looking the dumbest I've ever seen him look. But, I mean, at the same time, this is what he set out to do, and I applaud anybody who can do what they say they're going to do and set a mission, set a goal, set a, you know something they want to do, and actually execute it. I love that. I think that's very dope. But at this level, I do think what he's doing is very dangerous. I think, um, I think we give him so, so much attention because we don't know what's gonna happen next, and it's almost just like Trump, because you know when Trump won the election, a lot of people didn't think it was gonna happen. They're like, let's just let this idiot run, and let's let let us figure out what's gonna happen next based off based off of whatever happens with him. There's no way he's going to win the presidency. This is this is America. That's not going to happen. There's no way it could happen. But here we are. We are 2018, and Trump has been the president now for, what, almost two years? So, um, when I say the danger involved, at this level is that we listen to Kanye rant all the time, and some people write him off. I'm not writing him off. This this is a very dangerous individual. Yes, he's very intelligent. Yes, he's fucking retarded because the shit you hear him say, it sounds crazy. And yes, I just used the word retarded, but I'm not using it to make fun of um, anybody with a mental illness. I'm using it to describe something that doesn't make sense to me. And this is the way I was raised. And maybe, maybe I shouldn't say that word, but for now, you know, allow me to grow. So I don't think what he's, the stuff he's saying is stupid. I don't think it is intelligent. I think what he's saying is just stuff. And, you know, when somebody who just speaks without any thought behind it, sometimes they may say something brilliant, and a lot of times they may say something fucking completely ridiculous. It happens. You know what they say? There's a saying, even a broken clock is right at least twice a day. Even a trash can gets steak. So if you just say a bunch of shit, eventually something's going to hit. I kind of feel like that's the effect Kanye has on me. Because he just says a bunch of stuff. Some stuff hits me. Some stuff goes over my head. Some stuff goes under my feet. It just, it is what it is. But at this level, I do feel that, you know, kind of the the tomfoolery, the coonery, the dickery, the stupidity is very dangerous for us as a culture, as a people, and as a nation. This type of behavior shouldn't be leading the country this type of behavior shouldn't be influencing other people but it does unfortunately this goes as saying um the squeaky gear gets the oil so you make the most noise you get the most attention but i do think it's dangerous i do i think it's very dangerous but that's my opinion on that i mean this has been a short episode i do appreciate you guys for listening i do expect to have some co-hosts coming up in the future so if you do want more information about these topics just hit me up it's the immoral underscore high ground underscore podcast at gmail.com or the immoral underscore high ground podcast at Instagram.com. I do appreciate your listening. Y'all have a good one.